This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg with the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear on the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while on the website, check out the podcast page to hear past shows or to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions that you may have or to set up a a meeting either face-to-face or virtually. So today we're going to talk about, I mean, like we always do retirement, but really talking about how do we potentially find money in retirement? More specifically is if you need to take out a loan, if you need to borrow money, if if you want to take some of the assets that you have and, and use them to create additional streams of income as collateral, what have you, how do we use those and what type of vehicles exist so that you can use some of that equity or uh, purchase something and, and spread out payments over the years so that your your income can you know actually uh, match what you're looking to do or where you want to live. How can we make that work? And that's what we're going to touch upon today. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to bring in my co-host Tony. Uh, Tony, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I thought you were going to keep going there. I was like, wow, he's on a roll. And then all of a sudden, Tony, how are you? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I love uh, it. I love it. I'm doing great. Uh, great to be here with you. And I'm excited about the show today. I know you've got a great one planned, but you know, I've had a crazy busy week um, uh, meeting with a lot of folks, uh, just doing a lot of uh, voiceover work and recording. I've been keeping really busy eight days a week, as the as the Beatles sang. As the Beatles song goes, yeah. yes. Well, that's a it's a it's a busy time of year for everyone as we uh, as we get into fall and slowly approach the holiday season. And I know it sounds weird to say holiday season, but I went into Lowe's the other day, Tony. And keep in mind, this is the end of September, and Lowe's has their entire Christmas display out. I was flabbergasted. <laughs> just, just thinking about all the stuff that has to get done, and realizing it's three months away, and these, and and we're already starting to talk about Christmas and, yeah. and busyness. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, without a doubt, agreed. And you know what? I think that um, I, I was in Target. They are starting to put out Christmas stuff. Walmart's starting to put out Christmas stuff. All the stores. And it's uh, October. It's like I know. And actually, know. it was the end of September is when I started seeing it come out. I'm like, wait, I know. The, I, I it should be a rule I love it has to be after <laughs> Halloween, and after Halloween, then they should put Thanksgiving stuff out, and then the day after Thanksgiving, they should put Christmas stuff out. Right? Yeah, I know. And look, I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of the year. But even I was like, the end of September is a tad early to be rolling this stuff <laughs> well, there are out. Two but- major, there are two major holidays between now and Christmas <laughs> that we haven't Correct. seen anything on, you know. Right. It's like, or, well, we've seen some Halloween stuff. But it's just like, why Christmas stuff before we've bought everything we need for Halloween and Thanksgiving? That's my question. I hear you. But I don't think we're going to solve that problem uh, no. today. But we digress just a little yes, bit. Yes, just a little <laughs> bit. So what do you have for us today? What are we talking about here? 
So, so like I said, I, I want to talk about just, uh, you know, retirees and borrowing money, right? Where okay. could you potentially look to get, uh, to get cash if you need to borrow to, for some sort of expense, what have you. So let's talk about a couple of those areas. And I think one of the first one that that's the easiest, and it's one of the most bread and butter American things is talking about a mortgage, right? Um, let's say you need to buy a home or maybe your home is paid off, but you Rates are incredibly cheap right now, and you want to enter into a, uh, some sort of mortgage to cash out the equity, right? You know, uh, a mortgage, as most people probably understand it, is is a contract between you and the bank. They give you a fixed amount of money, and you agree to pay a fixed amount back over a number of years. So that's one way where essentially your house is the collateral and you can cash out the equity. On the same concept, a home equity loan is a bit different than a mortgage. Essentially, you're getting a line of credit against the equity that exists in your home. Even if you have a mortgage, you could still have a, a second uh, a second loan in the form of an equity loan where you're able to uh, essentially, let's say you have fifty, sixty, or $100,000 just sitting in your house and you need to tap into that for um home improvements, or God forbid, some health care costs, you can do that as a line of credit and you have to pay that back over a period of time. For the most part, lines of credit are going to have a variable interest rate. So you have to kind of sit down and figure out is a mortgage the right way to go or is, or is a line of credit the best way to go. Now, the other piece with a, a home equity loan is generally you can't max out your whole equity, right? You still have to leave a little cash position, but you can your credit score can be not the best, somewhere around 620 or north of that, and you're likely going to get um, that alone. So those are two ways where you could use your house, still live in your house and use your house, have it in your name and cash out the equity should you need some money uh, in retirement, above and beyond what you may have saved in retirement accounts and, and streams of income coming in. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's huge, obviously. And a lot of people think, well, where am I going to ever be able to find money in retirement? Or, you know, can I still get a loan in retirement? And uh, where does potentially refinancing your home fit into all this? Because a lot of people in retirement, they can use the equity in their house, right? Well, yeah, like I just mentioned, one of the things that you have to be careful with, uh, specifically with, uh, we're talking about refinance in a second, but with a mortgage or refinancing has to do with income, right? A lot of those loans are going to have income Ah, requirements. In retirement, you don't necessarily have earned income anymore, right? Like you had when you were working. But if if on paper, you can show that you have investments that can produce income, if you have streams of income from social security or pensions or what have you, then, then taking a mortgage might make sense. Well, and a lot of people maybe refinance their homes to get some extra money in retirement as well, right? Yeah, exactly, Tony. And a refinance, especially right now, makes a lot of sense, right? Because interest rates on mortgages are are ridiculously cheap or ridiculously low. You're looking at somewhere between, I've seen them as low as 1.7% for a 15-year mortgage, right? So if you have an older mortgage and and it has a, a 4 or 5% uh, interest rate on it. And that was a great time to say, hey, I could get into a, a mortgage where I have a lower interest payment. Maybe my payment stays the same, but what that means is I'm paying off more principal or I have the ability to 
to lower my monthly payment. And when you refinance, you have the option to potentially cash out of some of the equity. So let's say you have some equity of, you know, 100K in the house, you could take out a new mortgage at a lower rate um, and cash out some money to do whatever projects or or, um, pay for whatever cost you have and and use that to your advantage, right? And and debt is, you know, it's something to really consider. You have to do your homework and and sit down with financial service professionals, a great idea. Um, But, you know, when you're looking at a potential of of paying only one and a half or 2% on a a mortgage, it it makes a lot of sense to sit down and and say, should I take a mortgage? Should I take a home equity loan? Or should I refinance uh, if you're in that position? Because for a lot of people, the largest asset that they have is their home. All right. So I think we should take a minute here, though, Peter, to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to come up with a plan. Yeah. I mean, if folks are interested in creating a a holistic retirement plan, right? One that looks at how do we make sure the investments that you have are going to last for your uh, for the the entirety of your retirement, if you want to understanding the different streams of income and how they're going to you know work together both to your advantage, but also maybe to your disadvantage in taxation. Make sure we understand how debt can play into your retirement. You know, there's a lot of different ways and a lot of different advice out there about how debt is good, how it's bad, what have you. But taking a, a logical approach and saying, okay. Maybe there's an opportunity to to leverage something over here so that my assets can continue to grow. Creating a cohesive, holistic plan is very important. And if that's something you're interested in, give us a call, 866-360-2724, or visit us on the IVAG.com. All right. That sounds great. Uh, you know what? This has been a good discussion. Now, uh, you were mentioning loans that people could possibly get in retirement. And let's go over this. I mean, car loans is if, I mean, most people probably will buy at least one car during their retirement, right? Yeah. I mean, out of, we talk about biggest purchases people make. The first one is the house. And in today's world, the second one is a car. And in retirement, it's very likely you're going to need a car. So the question becomes, well, do I loan money? Do, do I get a loan uh, or do I just pull my money out in cash? Well, the night, the, the good thing here is, is as a retiree, it's probably very easy or it's far more easy for you to get a car loan than a mortgage, right? Because in a car loan, the, the vehicle that is being purchased is the collateral. So if the loan, if you don't pay up, they're just going to take the car back. But the other part here is just like home uh, mortgages are, are very are relatively inexpensive, car loans are relatively inexpensive as well. So if you're looking to buy, let's say, a new car that's $30,000, you know, does it make sense to pull all of that out of savings and pay cash for, for a car? Or does it make sense to borrow money, you know, borrow $30,000 at, at zero or 1% interest over the next five years, knowing that your money's working for you, right? It's the whole concept of, of potentially using other people's money to allow your money to continue to grow, uh, especially in a low interest rate environment. So, so that may make sense. The other side with cars is... Um, you know, you go back 20 years and we talk about leases and they didn't have a very good reputation, but they've gotten pretty advanced today. And if you're a retiree that doesn't drive a lot and, you know, has low mileage on a year over year basis, taking a look at leasing a vehicle may make sense to you um, because that way you're not taking on a depreciating asset. And essentially you get a new vehicle every three years. And if you haven't driven as much as you're supposed to, your monthly payment's going to be low. So yeah, you could pay cash, but also seeing where you could leverage um, your ability to lease or borrow a car makes a lot of sense. It helps your cash flow, but it also helps you keep um, uh, ahead of the game, hopefully earning more in your savings than you're paying out in interest. 
Well, yeah, that's the goal, right? I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and again, you just have to do the math and work with a financial professional like yourself who can help you do that math. I think that's huge. Now, uh, you know, this episode so far has had some great info and insight so far. Uh, what's one more thing? What's one more way we can find money in retirement? Well, uh, unfortunately, Tony, a lot of folks go into retirement with other debts, right? Whether it be credit card debt, maybe they have some student loan debt from their children. You know, they've got debt hanging around that has higher interest rates or what have you. One of the things that that may make sense is doing some sort of consolidation, right? Taking some of, you know, getting a personal loan uh, that has a much lower interest rate and paying off everything else so that you're looking at one fixed monthly interest payment or monthly payment fixed interest. Um, and it allows you to get things back on track and be more manageable with your debt so that they're not growing uh, uh, crazy or, or out of control in a way that you're never going to pay them off. And what that's going to also help you do is, again, when we sit down and create a plan for your monthly expenses, now we can plan with a lot more certainty because that one uh, payment that you're making to service this new loan is going to be is going to be fixed and we know that amount. Whereas some of these other debts, whether it be credit cards or student loans that have variable interest rates, they may change. And if rates all of a sudden go up, it's going to blow a hole in your whole income plan. So when we talk about finding money, this is a way to, to one, make sure we lock in low interest rates, but it's also a way to make sure when we're planning um, that, that we know this is going to be a fixed amount going out every month. And it's not, again, not going to blow a hole in your overall savings plan. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't want it to do that and you have to look at the big picture and look at what makes sense. You and I were talking actually before the show about how some people uh you know, getting out of debt is important, especially credit card debt and other types of debt that you don't need going into retirement. Uh but if you have sure. a mortgage and can get that uh paid down, that's good, but you don't want to pull money out of retirement funds to pay off a low interest mortgage, right? No, no, absolutely not. At least, look, this is the way I have the conversation with people. Two different things. One, when you talk about debt, there's there's a logical way to approach debt and there's an emotional way to approach debt. Neither one is wrong per se, right? You have to be comfortable with whichever direction you want to go in. But, you know, on the emotional side, people just say, I don't want to have any debt and that's the end of it. Okay, I can respect that. But the logical side is if you're in a low interest rate environment, right, where you can borrow money at one or two percent, but your investments get on average six to, you know, seven percent um, without having to deal with a lot of downside risk, which is achievable, then why would you not? You know, that's a that's a four or five percent, you know, rate of return in your favor. Why would you not borrow the money, especially if you have it where you could, in a pinch, pay off the entire, you know, mortgage note if necessary? Um, you know, those are the types of conversations that that I have with people, um, and ultimately they have to make the decision what they're comfortable with. But the other way, and I guess we'll probably leave it at this: the the other way I talk about debt with people, and it's the best way, and it sounds a little weird, is is treating debt like it's a, a almost like it's a prescription drug, right? Uh, drugs have a very sp- specific reason. If you use them the way they're supposed to be used, they have a benefit. They help the person. If you abuse them though, if you abuse debt, you rack up credit card debt or you take borrow more money even in a mortgage than than you can handle, then it can be very damaging to you. So you have to be, you know, you have to have a little bit of discipline. And a, and a financial services professional can help you um, find that discipline or find the, the perfect spot. But using debt can be very helpful to your overall situation as long as you do it in the in the right way. 
All right. Well, yeah, and that's that's key right there. Now, we should probably wrap it up and continue this conversation next week. But before we do, is there anything else you want to add? Well, I would just say, you know, if folks are, are interested in, in creating a retirement plan, taking a look, as I've mentioned before, at, at investments, making sure your investments are positioned in a way they're going to last for 20 or 30 years in your retirement, looking at ways that potentially we can leverage some of your assets to still perform better than maybe money that you can borrow. Um, how does that tr- uh, play into your overall retirement plan? Making sure we're being savvy with taxation, um, all, all in all, creating a holistic retirement plan that's going to make sure your next 20 or 30 years of retirement is going to be comfortable and you can do the things that you want, give us a call 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com and we can set up that appointment either in person or virtually. All right. Sounds good. And uh, you know what? Great show once again today, Peter. And I think that you know our listeners uh, need to pay attention to this stuff because a lot of people don't understand how retirement's going to play out for them. And that's what you do, right? To help your clients uh, understand this by creating a plan so you know all this ahead of time. Absolutely. And, and you know, you can create a plan. And, and as I tell people, the plan that we create is not written in stone, right? It's, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it, it's a guide. It's, it's a way to at least have some plan on, on paper, but things change. And the biggest thing is you never know where a curveball is going to come from, right, Tony? And so you, having these options and understanding where you could potentially get extra streams of income, even if you have to borrow to get it, is really important because you don't want to make the, the wrong decision and pull it from someplace that's going to cost you um, in the long run. Yeah, for sure. Well, listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.